We've seen how Google Ads can be an effective way to grow your practice. But the story doesn't stop once a patient clicks on your ad. To make the most of every opportunity, you need to ensure that their post-click website experience is optimized for them to convert. So in this final episode in our series on common Google Ads mistakes, we'll explore the most common mistakes people make with their post-click website experience. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Medical Marketing Podcast from Messenger, the show where we give you actionable tips and advice to help improve your practice marketing, grow your revenue, and take patient experience to the next level. I'm your host, Crawford Ifland, and today we're going to be discussing your post-click website experience. Let's dive in. Mistake number one having ineffective calls to action on your landing page. Now, most practices know that they shouldn't be sending PPC clicks to their homepage, but to a landing page that's specific to the ad the user clicked on. This is fairly straightforward, but too many people forget that calls to action are an essential component of these landing pages. Having ineffective calls to action, or not having calls to action throughout your landing page, is a mistake that can diminish the effectiveness of your landing page. Here are some pointers to improve your calls to action. First off, only use one call to action per page, but include it in different places throughout your landing page and with different language too. You never want to direct users to take more than one action per page, as that will dilute your effectiveness. So only have one desired action per landing page. Second, Make sure the color of your calls to action contrasts with the rest of your page so that they stand out. It's a super easy thing to implement, but it makes a big difference. And finally, make sure your call to action focuses on the user through the language that you use. For instance, rather than saying, get your free report on a button, try get my free report instead to get the user thinking about themselves and the benefit that they'll get from taking your call to action. These are just a few of many best practices with calls to action, but they can go a long way in making your landing pages far more effective. Our second mistake in the post-click landing page experience is failing to focus on bounce rate. Bounce rate is the percentage of people who enter your site and then leave, or bounce, rather than continuing to click around and view other pages on your site. Now, bounce rate isn't always bad. If a user visits your page, fills out a form to become a lead, and then exits your site, that's a good thing. You have no lead. But the mistake comes when you fail to pay attention to the bounce rate. If people aren't converting directly on your landing page, but click through to other pages of your website, all is not lost. There are still opportunities to develop that relationship and get a conversion. But if people click on an ad, spend a few seconds there, and then leave, your bounce rate will be high, which means that something isn't working. This can happen for a few reasons. Maybe your landing page isn't easy to use. Maybe the information on the page doesn't exactly match the offer in your ad. Maybe the targeting of your campaign isn't relevant enough. Whatever the reason, bounce rate will be your first indication that something might be amiss. So if you want to have effective campaigns, make sure to pay attention to your bounce rate. 
Our third mistake in the post-click landing page experience is going for pretty landing pages instead of effective landing pages. Now, there's nothing inherently wrong with a pretty landing page that's designed well and conveys the right information. In fact, you want your landing pages to look good. A landing page that isn't pretty, or worse, one that's hard to use, may in fact turn potential patients away. But there's a temptation among many marketers to go for pretty over effective. At the end of the day, I'd go with a landing page that isn't the prettiest, but leads to new patients over one that's beautifully designed but doesn't get any results. Oftentimes, there's a way to combine form and function and have the best of both worlds. It's a huge mistake to let the temptations of a pretty landing page, things like distracting animations, large photos, and thoughtless but aesthetically beautiful design. It's a temptation to let this sway you, but it's a huge mistake, when in fact these things can harm conversions, which is the ultimate goal. So when you're designing landing pages, make sure that they're still effective, not just pretty. You can use visitor heat map tools like Hotjar to see how real users use your landing page, which you can then use to inform better design decisions. Because at the end of the day, an effective landing page beats a pretty one every single time. So let's recap what we've learned today. Number one, make sure your calls to action are effective with personalized language and be sure to only include one call to action on each landing page. If a user has too many options to choose from, they won't make a choice at all. Keep things as simple as possible for your patients by only including one call to action. Number two, keep an eye on your bounce rate. A bounce rate that's too high or one that increases suddenly could point to problems on your site that could be diminishing your effectiveness. And number three, go for effective landing pages over pretty ones. Conversions trump design every single time. Because remember, it's conversions that contribute to your bottom line, not pretty landing pages. If you follow these recommendations and ensure you don't fall prey to these landing page mistakes, your campaigns should become much more effective and help you grow your business. Well, that's all for today's episode of the Medical Marketing Podcast. If you like this episode, please subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps us grow and reach new listeners, so if you don't mind taking 30 seconds, we'd really appreciate it. We'll be taking a short break for the holiday season, but when we come back after the new year, we'll begin by discussing the importance of Google My Business and the Map Pack for local SEO. We'll look at why these things matter so much to physicians in private practice and how you can get more local patients through local SEO. As always, we'll have a link to the show notes in the description, and don't forget to browse around our website, www.messenger.md. We've got tons of great resources on how to improve your practice marketing, grow revenue, and take your patient experience to the next level. For Messenger, I'm Crawford Ifland. See you next time.